Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Everybody, what's up? That was a good start, chat. Way to go. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We want to welcome everybody. We're waving to you. You can join us in the chat room. Hit your ITV button, and you can see us here. I'm going to introduce uh, my cool co-host, starting off with the cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today's a good one. As always, every week is a good one. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Whoa, whoa. What was there you go. there? I don't know what happened there. And uh, I'm trying to work whoa, out. Whoa, whoa, mood. I'm trying to work out the TV thing, but I'm working. I think I got it. And uh, we got a great show for you guys. And I'm gonna let Ch- uh, let Ron do a little ad real quick while I'm working on my volume. Well, you know, I'm a Flash Gordon fan. I have all the collections of all the Flash Gordon movies from 1938 up until the one with with uh, Jones did. And I mentioned to Jimmy a long time ago that I absolutely love Flash Gordon and Howdy Doody. Well, Jimmy surprised me. He went to his designer, and they made me this beautiful Flash Gordon shirt. Are you looking at it? It's beautiful, Ron. Look at it. It's awesome. Flash Gordon. And next week, I'm wearing my Howdy Doody shirt. Now, if you think I'm a little ridiculous at my age, 35, wearing this shirt, I don't think so. Because I'll wear it to private parties at friends' houses with jeans and sneakers, and it's going to look great. Um, These shirts are fun, and you have to have a fun time in your life all of your life so buy a jimmy star shirt and find your favorite person and maybe he's got it on the t-shirt and wear it enjoy it 
I'm loving this shirt today a lot because I love my Jimmy. He's a thoughtful guy. There you go. I like that. All right, everybody. I'm almost in the chat room. Here we go. I'm in the chat room. We want to say hey to everybody in the chat room. What's up, everybody? There's lots of people. Hope everybody's doing well. And uh, we're giving you a little wave now. There you yeah. go. And there are so many people in the chat room. I know every week we use the same names over and over again. So you guys must think there's only like six people in the chat room. Not so. The people that we name are the people who are there every week. They're that good have fans. their names. That's right. And we have about 160, sometimes two, 300 people in the chat room. So it just depends. It's, it's not possible to say hi to all of them. And I found out from Jimmy that most of them don't come in with their names. They come in as what guest? Yeah, it just says guest today that we have a lot of new yeah. guests. Marissa, guest Sylvester, guest Amelia. We have Rebel. We have Audrey. Hey, Rebel. Yeah, we want to say hi say to everybody in the chat room, not just those few that we love very much. There you go. What's up, everybody? Sherry Emily is actually going to be a guest next week on the show with her new Ghost Hunter show. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. And... Uh, uh, everybody, hello, hello, hello. we got a great show for you today. We've got comedian and actor Steve Lemmy coming on. He's awesome. You guys know him from Beer Fest and from uh, Super Troopers. And we also have um, Glenn Jones, singer-songwriter Glenn Jones. And we have some surprise uh, people calling in just for fun that we're going to check out and see what's going on with everybody. I want to just make sure I didn't get any messages because my phone was blowing up. Okay. Okay. So we got everybody in there. It's going to be a lot of fun. we got a great show. Chad, how are you? I'm good. What, are you out of breath there? Yeah, I'm out of breath there, and I, my drink's down there on the ground. I'm going to get it. To, say hi to everybody or something, Ron. Breast, breathless, breathless. Hi, everybody. No, breathless. I want to say something <laughs> personal. I want to wish my cousin Maria a very speedy recovery from the hospital and to tell my cousin Bertha not to we'll worry back. that she's fine. Don't there worry, Bertha. We're going to come back. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Call her. Go ahead. Hello? Hey, is this Steve? <laughs> it is, it is. What's up? How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm absolutely fabulous. Before we get started, let me introduce you to I got a new co host, our cool man about town, Ron Russell, who happens to be my future husband. See that? Oh, I'm good. I'm a double pleasure. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank and, you. And then we got the man behind the boards, uh Chad Murphy. Hey Steve, welcome to the show. What's up, Chad? And then Steve, say hey to everybody in the chat room. What's up, chat room people? How's everybody doing? Everybody's good. We're rocking and rolling. Oh, look, I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a, 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 a vitamin water, and uh, Ron just pulled the label off because we don't want to do no any free labels. plugs, no so no label, label on I mean, there. You know, we, I drank Starbucks every week. I stopped doing it because I contacted Starbucks, and I told them, <laughs> I drink your poisonous crap every week, and they never sent me even a cup. <laughs> I, 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 no, I did. I said, if you can't send me the coffee, something, at least send me the porcelain cup. There you go. They so, didn't. So, Steve, tell us, where are you calling us from? I'm actually in my car. Okay. I'm driving to get, um, you know, Kevin and I, my, my comedy partner, uh, are shooting a web series next week. And uh, I play a character who is covered from head to toe in tattoos. Oh, oh that's and cool. Not for me. Yeah, yeah. So like, it, but I'm talking like face tattoos and and head tattoos, and there's not an inch uh, of, of of blank skin on him. Scary. And so, so yeah, yeah. Um, well, we were inspired. The the series was inspired by a guy that we saw on, on an airplane that was like that, and kids were terrified of him, and you know. Did People he have horns very... too? Did he have horns? Because I know a guy named the Enigma, and he's his whole face and every part of him is tattooed. Every part, no, no, he, 
How about the head this of your guy, penis? Do they tattoo that too? Yeah, every part. The head of your penis? <laughs> yeah, they tattoo that. I mean, that has got to be the greatest pain in the world to have a, <laughs> a tattoo put on your penis. I mean, that's demented. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine Could doing you imagine that. That, millions of much. needles going in and out of your penis? Forget it. <laughs> Listen Forget. to that. So let me ask you, is this the show Chewing It with Kevin and Steve? I thought it was actually starting today, if that's the one. Uh, we actually have a lot of things that are going on. Uh, Chewing It with Kevin and Steve is a podcast on Nerdist okay. that launches today. That that does launch today. I think in a, in about two hours that launches. So how do people then, actually go to that? Because I until and when I got the email from you, I was like, I've never heard of Nerdist. Like, how do people like find out where to go for that? It's Nerdist dot com. Uh, you know, it's it's a website. It's, it was started by Chris Hardwick. Who uh, you know is a TV host and, and yeah. stand-up comic, and uh, you know it's actually it's a really popular site, and uh, they have a bunch of podcasts, um, and we're the we're the newest ones on there. Uh, but I think you can get it on iTunes also. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 awesome. Um, so that's yeah, that launches today, and then last Friday we had a uh, our comedy special come out on uh, on Netflix. Um, fat and, man, uh, little boy. What's that? Fat man, little boy. Fat man, little boy. Yes, which Hi, was Steve, our I, nickname in college. I think I might. Ha- I think I might have a suggestion for you. Are you familiar with the Broadway musical Gypsy? I am. Okay. Do you know the song "Let Me Entertain You"? You should start <laughs> your do. show off with that. Say, Steve, let me entertain you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. You know, that's actually when I um, when people say, "And how do I pronounce your last name?" I say, "Let me," as in, "Let me entertain you." And as a New Yorker, what I'm a New Yorker, I said, "Let me, let me that over there. Let me that over there." So now it's, yeah. "Let me, Steve, let me entertain you." Uh, so let me let me get, give people some background on that though. Then a little let bit. Let me, let me. I let love me. your name, let me. <laughs> it's so New York. Are you a New Yorker? I'm from New York City. Oh, that's why your name is Lemmy. I guess they made a mistake in the hospital. Your mother must have said, let me hold him, let me hold him. And they named that's you Lemmy. That's exactly right. That's exactly, You're a smart man. Thank you very you're much. You're a smart New Yorker. Very much. Thank yeah. you. Oh, you bet I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got Fat Man, Little Boy. We should tell everybody it's on Netflix. We should also tell everybody, this is hilarious. I actually went and saw it at the comedy club down in Miami when you guys were in town. It was very, very yeah. funny. Um, it's it's with Kevin Heffernan, which everybody, I don't know, if anybody who doesn't know who Kevin Heffernan is, that's your like comedy partner. You guys are in Super Trooper and Beer Fest and all kinds of cool shit. And uh, Oh, yep. I said shit. Oh. <laughs> well, he, gets, he, get, he gets a beating later with a rubber hose. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's very, very funny. Tell people a little bit what to expect from it. You know, it's uh, we, we do a little two-man stuff, and then uh, we each do about thirty minutes of stand-up comedy alone. And then, uh, but you know, we together we do a, a, a story from the making of the movie, the behind-the-scenes story. And then, uh, in our individual stand-up, uh, we'll, you know, we might tell a couple more stories and do just you know. I won't say standard issue stand-up comedy because that makes it sound dull, but, you know, the regular format of of stand-up. So uh, it's a pretty high-energy show, and uh, we shot it in a club just to capture that, uh, you know, the energetic feel of it. Are you planning on going to Philadelphia in the future, near future? We we are, we are. are, uh, We're actually planning the summer tour right now. So when when uh, will you be in Philly? Uh, well, don't, I don't know yet. The, uh, we're, we're putting the dates together, and we're actually going to find out on Friday where uh, where we're going to 
east. But uh, hopefully we'll do Philly, Boston, New York. Um, well, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so we yeah. can come and see your show. We're actually moving. Because we're going to be moving. living in New Hope. We're moving to New Hope, Pennsylvania, which is like 30 minutes from Philly. And the shows oh, will be coming out of New Hope. So we're going to come and, and see you if you'll let me come. <laughs> Listen, you know what? You you have stumbled onto the beauty of my last name. Like, you can put Lemmy, do whatever I want. You know, it's like, yeah. let well, me have this cereal. Let me in the well, house. Why, why let me entertain well, you. Let me have that pepper. Let me talk. Let me come over. Let me talk. <laughs> Let me talk for a minute. Let me talk. I love your yeah. name. You know that. I'll never forget your name. If anybody says to me, do you know Steve Lemmy? I'll say, of course I do. Now, let me tell you something about Steve Lemmy. There you go. <laughs> we can go there on. There you go. It's very catchy. If you should do comedy. I was a stand-up comic for like since Columbus. And uh, <laughs> when you catch on to something that's really clever and funny like that, use it and tell your audience, say, hey, everybody, I'm here tonight. Let me entertain you. Yes, I you know corny but uh, cute. I'll tell you where I get the, the the most joy of it is like when I'm reading something, whether whether it's a novel or a short story or even a movie script. And uh, you know, whenever people abbreviate it, they make it say Lemmy, and uh, that, I just get a little charge, a little charge down my. Well, down of course, my of course, of course, definitely. Definitely. It's a great yeah. name. It's a catchy name. It's a name you could remember. And that's very important when you do stand-up. You want them to know your name because, honey, bun, you're the whole show. That's right. Okay? That's no right. props, but- no sets, no music, nothing. You go out there like naked and you are it. That's actually a good idea. I think I'm just going to go out there naked. Well, I don't mean, I, I didn't mean physical. <laughs> no, I was, you know, I was, I didn't mean naked, naked. I meant, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> colorfully speaking, speaking with a lot of color, um, go, going out there stripped of anything but your monologue and what you're going to tell the people. And if you fail, you're the reason. You can't blame it on the sound people or your co-host or anything. It's you. And it's, if you're a success it, and when they applaud, hey, grab it. It's all about you. Yeah, it's uh, honestly, you know, we Kevin and I have only been doing it for a few years, but the first time we did it, both of us were, uh, we got the bug immediately because there's, there's honestly nothing like live performance. Oh, definitely. And, uh, yeah, and when you're out there alone, it's even more exhilarating. And, uh, you know, I tell people who are just, not that I'm a, a comedy expert, but, you know, I tell people who are starting out doing stand-up that, you know, when you get out there and bomb, that's just as powerful an experience as when you get out there and you, and you kill it because it's really a unique experience. When you start to bomb, I can give you this little tip. Turn it around and let the audience know that you're bombing and they will enjoy it with you and forgive you. If you bomb and just roll over it like they're stupid and they're not going to know it. For instance, if you say a word like, um, I have to go to the store and buy bananas. If you have to go to the store and buy tomatoes or no, pajamas, pajamas or something. Just turn around and say, hey, did you ever eat a pajama? You know, and the audience laughs, and you're playing with them. That's what I used to do because I did stand up as uh, as a female impersonator, and I used to have 350 people at supper clubs. I never work gay bars; I mostly work supper clubs, and those people are sharp because they are great attenders of supper club, and you have to be real with them. And it's nice to know that you've got 350 people laughing when you want them to laugh. You know that feeling. Oh yeah, it's ultimate control. I think, uh, you know, the irony of stand-up comedy is that what you're ultimately doing is trying to figure out your act. 
and you're trying to get your, you know, whether it's 45 minutes or 20 minutes or even five minutes, you're trying to get down pat. And, uh, you know, that once you've got your act down pat, then you're not really taking that many chances because you know where all the laughs are going to be. And, you know, to me, it's the true enjoyment of stand-up comedy comes the very first time you go out there and try new material and you don't know whether you're going to succeed or fail. And if you succeed and you get laughs, it's a terrific rush. And if you fail, there is still no rush like lap bombing. And and you're right. If you can somehow turn it around. Turn it around. And uh, that's just uh, yet another skill about it. It's, it's now, a really incredible experience. Do you, do you make fun of your audience or yourself? Um, you know, it, it's funny. Like, we're, we're really not mean people. I actually, I had a, a when Dr. Jimmy, when, when you came down, I took a chance. I'm not going to say what I did on stage, but I made a boo-boo. And, uh, you know, I, I generally don't try to go after the audience at all. Good. Um, but, uh, you know, in the new in the new live show that we're doing, I have actually, I have something I'm doing which requires little audience participation. And, you know, depending on the audience member, you know, they may get, they may wind up getting, uh, you know, a couple of lumps. I always them, made not, not in a bad way. I always made fun of myself. I'll do one quick joke, and it's I thought one of my best jokes. Uh-oh. Hey, hey, everybody! You know when you go to a wedding or a bar mitzvah, and you walk in to the room and everybody critiques everybody and you're standing with a bunch of girls and you're looking at everybody walking in, you say, she's Marshall's. That one's TJ Maxx. That gown is Loman's back room. Well, look at me. Don't I look beautiful? I don't shop in any of those stores. My mother never did. But then again, my mother didn't have the balls. I do. <laughs> and that joke always went over good because I let them know I was a guy and I was making fun of myself. And they loved me. They, appreci- they, they, they embraced me because I wasn't some nasty thing. Once I got nasty, there was a, a blonde sitting right in front table. This was in the Brooklyn Town and Country Club in, on Flatlands Avenue in Brooklyn, a fabulous, sophisticated supper club. Only the best gents and gals went there. And she was hackling me. And I think she was jealous because I had bigger boobs than she did. And anyway, she went on and on and on. So I got off my stage and I walked over and I said to her, you know, I used to be a blonde like you. I said, my hair was all broken and frizzy. That's why I stopped being blonde, just like you. And then I went back up on the stage. Well, she shut her mouth the whole show and her boyfriend was on fire. I think he was like a mafia hood. And he, and he <laughs> oh, was, that's he, nice. Oh, he was on fire. So later on, I went over and I sat on his lap and I said, do you want to feel real breasts? <laughs> Ooh, that's terrible. Yeah, well, I hated her. She was a bitch. So we, we got even. We got even. I saw Steve. He didn't do that, but he was very, very funny. And, like, he did a lot of stuff about it, like his father and his family. And it's very funny. And we, we should tell everybody, too, because it's on Netflix, everybody. You can go to Netflix uh, as of Friday of last week, and you can actually rent or watch or download uh, or however it works on Netflix, Fat Man, Little Boy. And, uh, again, it's like uh, Steve Lemmy and Kev- Kevin Heffernan. And also, if you want to find out about where they're going on tour and everything, you can go. I went to your website today to check it out. It's heffernanlemmy.com, which last time we were on, last time we had you on, we were talking about how come Heffernan's first. And we also talked about Super Troopers, too. And is there, uh, there's lots of rumors. Is there anything going on that we can find out? You know, we're still, uh, it's, it's a really s- slow negotiating process. And, uh, you know, but the plan is, to, the script is written, and we have talked to Fox about doing it. They're open to doing it, and now we're just 
discussing, you know, what all the terms are going to be, which is, you know, is uh, what everybody does, you know, to get right. their movie made. I mean, it's just, you know, figuring out what the budget would be, what the salaries would be, the profit sharing, all that, all that good, exciting stuff. So, um, you know, ideally we'll be shooting a sequel this year. There you go. Everybody wants to hear that because everybody like likes that a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so then you've got Fat Man, Little Boy on Netflix. You got a new podcast on Nerdist at Nerdist.com. Starts later on today called Chewing It with Kevin and Steve. And then we didn't finish the tattooed thing where you're like all tattooed up, and that's going to be something do- that you're doing next week. And tell us like how we're going to find out about it. Yeah, that's a that's a web series that we're shooting. It's called The Adventures of Fatty and Tatty. Um, Fatty, and it's, uh, Fatty and Patty. Like yeah, Patty. That's cute. Yeah, fatty. You know, Kevin is is uh, an overweight fellow. So he's and, the fatty. Um, and you're the or I, I actually like to say he just and uh, and I play a guy who's covered uh, totally in tattoos, and we're roommates and best friends, and uh, we have an anti- antagonistic relationship. Now, what time um, do you have to be at makeup in the morning? Because that's a lot of painting and a lot of work. Yeah, well, I'm going to find that out now. I'm on my way to my first. Are they going to stencil you? Rehearsal Are they stenciling of, uh, you? They're going to they're going to tattoo me up right now. But are they stenciling you or hand painting you? Uh, you, you know what they do is they create um, they create tattoos based on designs that we came up with. So and, they're, stem- uh, they're stenciling. And then, you know, it's basically like computerized now. They decals mm-hmm. that you used to get right. in the Cracker Jack box yeah, and exactly. you literally apply them with water. Yeah, we used to call them stencils, but yeah. So it's a decal. Okay. That's the quickest way. Otherwise, it's the way hand Are you going to post pictures when you're done with that? You should take some pictures so people can see and tweet it. <laughs> oh, I absolutely am. I, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it as a series when we're, once we've finished it and it's coming out. Okay, um, okay. Send us some pictures. I'll, yeah, we want to see them. That's we'll, fun. we'll put them on the air. <laughs> yeah, no, I will. I will. I, I started out with, with a full head of hair and a mustache and a hairy chest and legs, and currently I have no hair. Anywhere on my body, I'm 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 fully waxed and shaved and uh, and about to uh, to be tattooed. Itchy, so. itchy. <laughs> I, I used to shave what, my I whole body too. I used to shave my legs and every place else because some t- I used to be a stripper when I was very young. I used to strip down to a g-string, and in those days we had to snap our brazier off to show them we were men. And I hated that. I thought that was the sickest thing to see a, a beautiful woman in a g-string without boobs. So I used to always say, I'm not going to do that. And then I never really did. So they always thought I was a woman. But anyway, yes, you have to shave very close when you do female impersonation and you strip. And it itches terribly. Are you itching right now as you're driving? Mm. I'm, you know what, Jimmy? I, I'm itching and I'm cold. Of okay. course you are. Of course you are. The, the, the sisters are getting chilly now because the brother's just laying over them trying to warm them. <laughs> but there's no fur coats. There's no mink coats around. <laughs> I'm telling you, I didn't. I didn't realize. No wonder, like my wife is always like, "I'm cold, I'm cold," and I'm like, "What are you talking about? I feel great." <laughs> because because women get that airport, whatever it's called, the landing strip. What the hell is it called when they shave? <laughs> they just leave a little strip of pubic hair. I think it's called you a, know what? An, a landing field or something. That uh, I hate. To, I hate to say it, but that that phase has ended. Now women are just totally bare, all of them. So they get chilly willies also. <laughs> I mean, especially oh, yeah. if they wear a mini skirt without panties. My God, they have icicles hanging. Oh yeah, it's cold, and I and now I empathize. I get it. Right. I'm cold. I'm freezing. My legs are cold. My chest is cold. I wake up in the morning. I'm mm-hmm. freezing. I remember I one time in, in New York City, I was going to a, a gig, 
And uh, I, the winds were blowing up. I had a long gown to the floor. And the winds were blowing up the gown. And it, it, did, it did get numb. Numb. It did. It got very <laughs> numb. So that's what you have numb. to look forward to, Steve. That's nice. Isn't that fun? <laughs> numb nuts. Now you know where the word numb nuts come from. I don't believe. Hey, you know what? That's actually a joke in our comedy special. So that's a that's a great segue. Exactly. I shaved. Now I'm freezing. I've got numb nuts. Yeah, that's no, good. That's true. I'm that's you, good. I'm telling you, it's, that's uh, good. Well, they do. Like they do look like walnuts. You know, if they're shaven. I guess he can yeah, look he now. Was, he can look down. Go look, now. If you can't <laughs> look, look down the now, they'll arrest you. They'll arrest you for <laughs> indecent exposure. But in, when you're private, look at them. They look exactly like walnuts. You know what? Even with hair on them, they just look like hairy walnuts. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen my balls before, believe it or not. I know what they look like. There you go. We like that. So. I was just giving that information out for some women that are still virgins that haven't had a man yet, not to expect them to be like tennis balls or basketballs. They're walnuts. There you go. No. Well, yeah, probably uh, probably listening to our show, there's not going to be too many virgins. Hey, chat room, you got any virgins in there? I doubt it. At seven years old, <laughs> they, they, seven years old, they popped from this show. <laughs> so forget yeah. it. We get, we get all the the fun wild people. So let's get everybody back on. Let's go back to like just getting in some plugs for for you, Steve. Quick, let's mm-hmm. say tell everybody to go on Netflix and and uh, watch Fat Man, Little Boy, starring Steve Lemmy and Kevin Heffernan. Then, later on today in two hours, you can go on to Nerdist.com. You can see the new podcast also starring Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy, and it's called Chewing It with Kevin and Steve. And so then, and the tattoo thing starts next week, or like you're just filming it next week and it doesn't come out for a while? We're filming it next week, and then we're hoping to release it in April. Okay. Uh, so we'll, we'll turn, it, turn it around pretty quickly. We're shooting six episodes. Um, it's called The Adventures of Fatty and Tatty. Yeah, I like that. Um, That's cool. And it's going to be on. Uh, we'll have a link to it, obviously, on our, on our site. You know, because we have we have our website, which is happeninglemmy dot com. We've got our Facebook page, same thing. We've got uh, our Twitter accounts. You know, I'm at Steve Lemmy, yep. um, and then uh, we've got our Instagram, which is happeninglemmy. We're just we're oh, tapping. I'm not following it. you on Instagram. I'm going to follow you on Instagram. I don't follow you on Instagram. I love yeah, Instagram. You know, That's like my new favorite thing. Among all the other things he's on, he's constantly on his phone. He's got every goddamn thing there is to, to listen. I think he gets the moon and Mars, too. I love it, though. I love Instagram. Instagram's fun. And you guys got a lot of fun pictures. So you should that, that's what you should save the pictures for, of your tattoo pictures. You could even like take pictures of your shaved balls and just disguise it somehow so nobody knows what it is. Yeah, put, put eyes on Instagram. Yeah, put eyes on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll put that like nice soft focus that you can do on Instagram, no, and I'll, here, I'll do it in like a sepia here's tone. What, here's what you do: you get your penis and lay it between your testicles, put eyeballs on it. It looks like a man with big eyes and a nose. I've seen okay. I've seen photographs okay. of that. You haven't done okay. that from experience. No, I haven't done that from experience. All right, Stephen, you got anything else coming up that we should give a plug for while we're on here? We know go to your website um, to find out when the shows when when uh, the sh- shows are going to be in whatever cities. You can go to Heffy, uh, heffernandlemmy.com and anything else that we should plug real quick. Let's see. We're going to be down in Atlanta, Georgia at the Atlanta Improv um, uh, April 12th and 13th. We're doing four shows there. Oh, there you go. Busy. busy boy, that's good. Yeah, he's always they're busy. They're Good cool. For you. We definitely will see you in Philly. Uh, let us know when you when when you're coming to Philly, and we will plug you from Philly. Yeah, we'll get you coming on. We'll, we'll plug get you. From we'll Philly. plug It'll you good, fun. so we'll get It'll you a big fun. crowd. Absolutely, we'll do it. So, and, we'll uh, do it. And we want you to say hey to Kevin for us. 
because he's not I on shall. with us and like he's a he's a rock star and we want to thank you for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure and everybody should follow your tweets. Follow at Steve Lemmy and say goodbye to everybody in the chat room. All right, bye everybody. Well, yeah, you guys and you're always awesome. I All have, right, Steve. I have to say lot. goodbye. Oh. Don't cut off yet. Let me just say something. Let me say goodbye, oh. Lemmy. Oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you're a delightful guest. Delightful guest, Lemmy. Thank talk, you very talk much, to you Steve. soon. We'll talk to you later, dude. Have a good one, all right? Have fun getting tattooed. Bye-bye. Bye, now. Bye, guys. He's very kind. He's very nice. He's a cool guy. Everybody, too, you guys should go to Netflix and rent uh, Beer Fest and Super Troopers. They, it's, it's the uh, Broken Lizard comedy troupe. They're super well-known. Everybody like loves them. Everybody check it out. It's really fun, and they're great. I like people were, that I like people that you could josh around with and play with with silly stuff, and they feed and they come back. It shows he has a happy disposition. Most people you do that with, and they look at you like you're weird. You know these snobby types. I hate them. I know they're ta- terrific. Just smack those snobby people in the face. Terrific, terrific. Wake terrific. up, you stupid jerks! Life is a laugh. Life I have is to show wonderful. you some of those movies. You'll like them. They're they're, they're, they're comedy. Super Troopers. It's a comedy, but it's a fun. It's fun. Fun comedy. Oh, I love comedy. Yeah, you would I, like I do, it. I'm a comedian. I do comedy. And they they wrote. They wrote them. The, those guys wrote those movies and actually star in them. They're really cool. And we'll go see them when we're in Philly, and you'll love them because they're very. Definitely. It was, it was very very funny. A lot a lot of fun. Definitely. And uh, we'll probably get them on the show then to promote. What do you think? Have you seen any of those movies, Chad? I saw the uh, the beginning of Super Troopers, but I didn't get to see the whole thing. Okay. That was a pretty funny part. That yeah, beginning part. Yeah, the whole thing's funny. It's all good. Actually, I got this really big Super Troopers poster that's been signed by like everybody in the if cast. It's a it's spoofy, cool. spoofy kind of movie. Yeah, oh, I love spoofs. Yeah. Oh, that's my style. I love spoofy movies where they make fun of the original big time film and they bring it down to another level. You betcha. Airplane started that, didn't they? I loved it. Yes. Oh, Airplane was a riot. <laughs> I loved it when they were smacking each other around and the priest smacks the nun. I was peeing myself. Want to give another plug then too to another movie that we're going to be working on and the website's not yet up but the uh, Twitter is up and the Facebook page and it's called Croker. Mm-hmm. C-R-O-A-K-E-R. Croker. You can follow us on Twitter. It's at Croker the movie. On Facebook, I think it's just Croker and it's a movie um, about a frog, basically. No, no, it's a, it's based on an old Polish. Um, that was good, Chad. Old Polish wives' tale about there's a certain frog in a pond that if you look at it, it will suck your soul right out of you. Oh, yes. And unfortunately, I play the sheriff in this movie, and. Well, I'm not going to tell you what happens. Anyway, yeah, you can't find out what happens, but Ron is a principal. He's one of the main characters in the yes. movie. Um, the movie is done by Fred Turling, who's also Barnabas GSU. We had him on. Uh, he has a, a popular horror YouTube show. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's shooting in Pittsburgh. So everybody follow us on uh, Twitter. It's at Croker the Movie, C-R-O-A-K-E-R, the movie. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. And I've got a little role in it, too. And I have to tell all my friends in New York and Brooklyn, when Jimmy says it's a horror film, he's not saying it's a horror film. Right, not whore like prostitute, Right, because in, Brook- in Brooklyn and New York, we say you're whore. You know, so when he says a horror, it's, it's not horror. Ho- 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 However the hell he says it. Horror. <laughs> horror. How do you say horror, Chad? Horror. A horror. Horror movie. Horror. 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 Not, not horror. A horror where I came from put out. Horror. Horror. Like Guadalajara. Guadalajara. Exactly. You got to do... <laughs> Like, a, like if you're Jewish and you buy challah bread. Incoming. It's a horror movie. It's challah bread. All right, I let's like go. That horror movie. Go ahead. Let's take it and see what we got coming. You know, most, most Christians say challah bread. It's not challah bread. It's challah. Oh, you're spitting on me. Right? Okay, don't Easy. spit. Okay. Jesus. You got to it up. Oh, we have a caller. We do not. Oh, we don't have a caller? Where, where'd I give you a signal? 
Oh, we do have a collar? No. Oh, didn't you just say we had a collar? No. I figured it'd be, oh, I figured it'd be one, of my, one of my I friends. I said Guadalajara. <laughs> right. No, I thought maybe one of my collar. friends were calling in. Actually, too, then we should uh, give another shout-out to the chat room. Dean Girl, what's up? Everybody loves Dean Girl. She's the number one Chad Lindbergh fan in the world. we got Joanna McIntyre. I want to talk Melissa to Rebel. Rudd, Rebel. Want... Rebel's coming on the show next week. I know that. I want to get to know Rebel because Rebel is also a co-star on the show that my daughter Deirdre is co-star on. And that oh, is Emily. Ghost, Ghost stories. stories. And Deirdre has certain stories to tell that I will say our true stories because they happened in our home and our life. Um, it seems that ghosts like to follow my family. Run. I'm, I'm not crazy. Run. <laughs> there it goes, Chad. <laughs> that was good, though, Chad. A little creepy. That worked out really good, though. <laughs> so anyway, listen in. It's called Ghost Stories, Monday night, I believe, at 10 o'clock on W4CY.com. Dot com. Dot com. But you guys should be following us on Twitter, too. It's at W4CY Radio, and the, the, you already know the website, and they've also got a W4CY Entertainment Network page on Facebook, so like all the pages and, and get rocking and rolling with all of that. And I'm a little exhausted because we've been packing. It seems like the crap is growing. You pull a closet out, 50 more boxes. You pull a cupboard out, 100 boxes. We're now up to 285 boxes, and we have about another 50 to go. All the furniture is pushed to one side of all the rooms, and we had to put signs on it so the movers know what goes where. Uh, it's a nightmare. Plus, Jimmy's dog, Star, is having a nervous breakdown because he's mentally ill to begin with. <laughs> and Star is insecure. And the other day, I saw Jimmy walking with Star, holding him up, saying to him very softly, It's okay, honey. Don't be nervous. You're going to love the new house. It's okay. I thought to myself, what am I marrying? I mean, this is like a friggin' nut. Oh, like anyway, you don't talk to your dog. I talk, my dog I talk to rough. I said, come here. Give me some lips, you little schmuck. Give me a kiss, you big gulliver. You know, my dog's a guy, but he's a little gay. No, we think he's a girl. My daughters <laughs> call him she. I always call Star she. She's a little faggot. She's. I shouldn't say that word. I'm gay, everybody. I'm allowed to. <laughs> well, you know, it upsets other gays. We are allowed there you to go. say. Now we have a caller. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you. Hi, this is Glenn Jones. Hey, Glenn Jones. How you doing? Very excited to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Uh, before we get started, let me introduce you to my co-host, starting off with our cool man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, Glenn. Are you ready to do some singing for us today? <laughs> I thought we were going to do some talking today, man. Well, we're going to listen to you first because, you know what, I don't like too many of the people that come on this show. But you can ask Jimmy, I like your songs. (laughs) And I love to listen to your songs. Most of the other ones, I I go to the men's room when they play them. Because they're horrible. That's they, a big compliment. He like totally like digs in, and we're gonna actually no. play. We're gonna play your new song every day for everybody after we speak for a I little bit. I only like beautifully scored wow. music, beautiful lyrics, and a voice that is a violin. I don't like people that think they can sing. They sing off key, off beat. They're they're not with the music. They're behind the music, and they rap because they haven't got a voice. Don't like it. Wow, my man. <laughs> there you go. You you sing like all the greats. He is Thank one you, of the man. greats. So he is much. one of the greats. Hold on, before I we know, keep I mean, going, I meant the old time greats. I didn't mean the nowadays greats. Well, yeah, he's no, old- no, that that's that's cool. I mean, because uh, I came up listening to the greats, you know. I know you Jeff did Cook because I hear it in your voice. Peter Franklin and all of them, you know. So I know. I, I, that's a great compliment to me. Well, they 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 were the starters, the founders, and they're the greats as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. I so, love all the all of them that you love. I love too. I was there. 
They were like, hold on, we got to keep going. We got to introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, 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 welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. I um, can't wait to hear your song. Play it. No, we haven't talked <laughs> to him. We're not going to play it. We'll, we talk, talk, to we'll him. talk to so, him after the song. So what tell us, where are you calling us from, Glenn? Where are you located now? I live in Williamsburg, Virginia. There you go. Oh, That's nice. Not far from where we're going to be living, New Hope, Pennsylvania. Yeah, we're actually moving to New Hope, Pennsylvania next week. Wow. Um, we'll play gonna a song be fun. We're going to play it in a second. No, people want to hear from no, him. No, they don't. They want to hear his song. They want Then he'll, they'll know him better. There he goes. He's getting mad at me. <laughs> now i got to stop. They're going to know him better. First of all, we're going to play because I actually like have uh, – uh, we're going to play a small clip from my favorite older Glenn Jones. Glenn Jones has been, been making hits for like 20 years. He's like a superstar. Uh, like I'm dead. I'm brand uh, dead. I know and, all of and, that. And, and I know who he awesome. is. So I want to play a, a clip from my favorite older song, and then we're going to play his new single that is so freaking awesome it's not even funny. But I want to talk with him a little bit Glenn, about music. Glenn, I know exactly who you are. He's trying to make it look like I'm retarded and I don't know who you They're are. not you. Of course I know I'm who talking you are. To all our listeners, all the people listening, everybody might not know oh. Glenn Jones. We need everybody. I didn't know, to know that you were twenty years in the making. I thought it was less, but is it really? Are you really twenty years in the biz? He's more, uh, more than that, actually. How many years in the biz? Or don't you want to say? Uh, well, uh, and on the R and B side, uh, about twenty-five years. Good for you. He's had hits for twenty-five years. Yeah, Jimmy yelled at me. He right. said, "How come yeah. you don't have certain?" Yeah. Jimmy said, "How come you don't have certain movie credits in your bio?" I said, "Because if I tell them what movies I were in, they'll know how old I am." <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So I stopped about twenty years of my early films. They're not recorded anywhere. Uh, here's, here's what we're going to do. Since he wants to play it, we're going to go. Yeah, Let's talk a little bit about it first of all. We're gonna, we'll gonna we go back to what was from your past since we're in the future right now. We're in the present, I mean, right now. You have a new okay. single. It's called Every Day, released on Monarchy Records. We love Monarchy Records. I love the it, song. It, it's featuring Genobia Jeter-Jones and Yana Crawley. I don't know if I'm pronouncing those names Yana right. Yana Crawley, yes. yes. And, uh, we want to give them credit because they sound fantastic on the show. And, I mean, on the song. And, uh, the whole, whole so we're going to We're going to play this one for everybody. And then after we play it, we'll talk to you a little bit about the song and your career. And up, what happened? We'll talk to you a little bit about. Oh, is that me? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I got a little like boo boo here. Do do I'll we still call out. Glenn? Do we still call them records, or is that no longer? I don't know what to call them, man. <laughs> you know. I keep records, saying CDs, play whatever, the play the know? record, and rec- they don't have records Fine. anymore. Play the tape. No, play the, okay. the, the CD. That's what it is. Play the disc. Right. Well, anyway, we're going to be playing it out of the iTunes library. So what we want you to do, Glenn, is uh, uh, just introduce yourself. You introduce the song, and then we'll play it for everybody, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit. Okay. Uh, this is my brand-new single on the Monarchy label, and it's entitled Every Day. And I love it. Something in my heart 
So that's Every Day by Glenn Jones, who's on the phone right now. Congratulations, dude. That song is awesome. Sweet. It is Thank definitely you, Thank you. definitely Bang Me music. Whoa, I mean, it is great. <laughs> it's not bad. Bang Me music means it bangs me over the head, makes me crazy. Oh, okay. You guys have dirty minds. <laughs> Sorry. You know what? You sound like the male Patti LaBelle, and I adore and love and worship Patti LaBelle. In fact, I want to get her on the radio show. I have her number. Wow. I'm, LaBelle I'm is the best. Patty. You, I, I did a, a Valentine's Day show her uh, in Dallas, Texas a few weeks ago, and she's still phenomenal, man. Oh, Patty will never, ever lose her voice. I mean, she's just from another world. I love her the most of all of the um, rhythm and blues girls. 
So let's mm-hmm. let's let's just give a show. We love Patty Labelle too. So like, LaBelle let's give a shout out for Patty Labelle. And with I you, LaBelle. I want to say that that the Genobia Jeter Jones and Yana Crawley, like beautiful, beautiful voices. The way you guys all blended together, they were phenomenal. Oh, that's that's family, man. That's that's my wife, uh, Genobia, and our niece, Yana Crawley. Genobia uh, and I, we've been singing together for thirty years. You know, when I met her, you know, she and I was singing, you know, separately. But then we met and we said, okay, let's hook up. Uh, she used to be on the RCA label. She's been a great session singer for years. She did all of the Luther Vandross stuff. And, wow. Uh, right. Uh, right. Uh, you uh, can hear it. Stephanie uh, uh, Mills and, and George Benson. I mean, you name it, she's done it. So uh, we just have a chemistry, you know. It's it's fabulous, and it really works well together. And the song, mm-hmm. I think, is going to be a huge hit. And we should also tell everybody you have a new album that's coming out on Monarchy Records. It's called On My Own. It'll be coming out later this year. Oh. And, yes, uh, sir. Are you going to sign one for me and get it to me, please, Glenn? <laughs> I'm serious. You know I'm going to do that for you, man. I, I, you and I want Jimmy to plug you into my car. I don't know how to do that. So that when we're driving, I hit the button and I get you. I love you. You're, you're, you're Al Green. You're Patti LaBelle. You're the spinners. Yeah. You're everybody from my youth. When I listen to you, I get romantic. I get sexy. I get crazy. I get melancholy. I get mushy. I just think your voice just does it. It's got the right pitches. I, I go for if you were on those stupid shows on television, I would vote for you 100. percent Oh man, thank you so you much. Are, you are you are one hey, friggin' actually, talent. Let's actually get your opinion on that. Like I actually love all the reality TV singing oh. shows. Ron can't stand them; he doesn't watch them. So they I watch make fun them. of <laughs> they you? make fun of people and hurt people that can't sing. It's disgraceful to uh, humiliate the people. Though, hold on, hold on. But wait, wait. I want let's get his take on it. So you being in the industry for 25 years, having super super lots and tons and tons of hits, and Great and always voice. working and never stop working and everything. Great what do you performer. how the music industry has changed a lot since when you know when you first had your first hit compared to now like what do you think of all those like reality shows and like the voice and american idol and x factor and all that kind of stuff well i i think it's great that they have a, a vehicle you know for young upcoming uh, artists i i wish that they had that back in the day when i was coming up it might have made it a little easier you would have won uh, sometimes i agree with the judges and sometimes i don't sometimes uh it gets a little political and I think sometimes it's more about, you know, the television value, you know, the show value, you know, uh, being uh, kind of, you know, uh, 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 you know, controversial with one another, you know. But you know they're all scripted. It's a great way to expose people and give them a shot, man. Give them a true shot. Okay. Do you but have, like, one show that you like better than the others? Like, did you watch any of them? Do you watch any of them? I watch every now and then. I mean, you know, I uh, probably would say more so like The Voice. Yeah, that's the one I like the best, too. I look at them, and I think they're all alike. They're all full of baloney. They're all scripted. They know exactly who is going to win before they even start the show. (laughs) No, I know this is a fact because I've been in the business forever, and I know all the producers and directors in TV and mostly movies, and we chat among ourselves privately. And the joke is, folks, these are not really true uh, talent contests you know it's whoever they can get the most money to produce if they've got somebody that's like you if you ever went on when you were a youth forget it they would have made you win and they would have owned you and they would have made uh, fortunes off of you well look at look at jennifer uh, uh hudson absolutely that's a good example yeah, she didn't win. It was, she it was didn't win she didn't with, win. That, with that voice and she didn't win. Give me a break. It was good that she didn't win because they didn't own her. I know that. But Jennifer <laughs> Hudson, I mean, come on. You don't sing like that. Nobody does yeah. that anymore. And she didn't win. 
I bet you if LaBelle went on, she wouldn't win either. They would, oh. think, they would think she's screaming too loud. I actually, I love the shows and I watch all of them. And actually here at W4CY Radio, there's a, uh, a teen show called Friends Music and Life or something like that. And it's actually hosted by Michaela Page. And she was on the last season of The Voice on Team Blake. She made it to the top ten. And wow. uh, she was the girl with the mohawk, if you watched any of it. But she's like the rocker yeah, girl yeah. with the mohawk. She actually yeah, has a radio show here at the radio station. And uh, she's on like twice a week, I think, with yeah, a different show. Yeah, she's here show, today. She's, she's very cool. pretty, too. And uh, so like, I love all those shows. And I, I think that there's a lot of good, talented people on them. And, and one thing I think that people watching those shows don't actually get, though, is that everybody who's on these shows, they've been doing the stuff forever. You know, if you go and look the people up that are on those shows, most of them have two or three records on iTunes that they release themselves. And, and you know, like everybody's been working. Nobody just like showed up and like sang and be, got discovered. They've all been working at it forever, you know, and it, this just happens to be the vehicle that they use to get a break. Hey, Glenn, do you realize well, that you're on the number eighth best show in the entire world, which is the Jimmy Starr Show? We came in eighth hey, man. on the hey, Shorty Awards. You know, me, you know what the Shorty Awards? You're going to be on Jimmy's show. I said, great. I love it. Well, <laughs> there you go. Wait a minute. We're, you know, the Shorty Awards, we came in eighth place out of hundreds and hundreds of people throughout the world. We are the eighth best web show. radio show. Ah, screw it, web. Radio show on the planet. There you go. That's actually And we true. have Glenn Jones today to make it even better. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. So, 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 who are some people now that are like popular now? Do you listen to like current, like a lot of current music and all? I mean, your music is is current because you constantly keep coming out with new stuff. Who are some people who are popular now who you you're like ah, oh, you know, like these people actually got some real talent? And what do you think of Doris Day? Uh, I, I, I listen to uh, you know, uh, you know, people like Joe. He's a young singer that I, that I really like. I really appreciate what yeah, he Joe's does. Yeah, Joe's good. Quisette uh, Michelle. Uh, Lettucey, I like her, uh, you know, uh, quite a few young singers now. Uh, the game has changed so much. The thing is, is that, you know, because you do have a new breed, you know, coming along, don't exclude the veteran artists that are still, you know, producing and making great music, you know, and making great records. That's the problem. So I have you, true. You might have somebody like Jeffrey Osborne who has a new album and nobody knows that he's got one. Right. So true, no, I Glenn. Think, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right, and there should be uh, radio. I think there should be radio stations that, that are basically like you know devoted to like the people because you know your music, the music you make is classic. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff Definitely. that. A lot Definitely. of the stuff that you hear on the radio now, you're hearing it now, but it isn't going to last three months, and it's, you're never going to hear it again because it's That's terrible. Right. You know, and it may be popular for a very short time, but it's not classic, and it's not going to stand the test of time like your music does. And those and. Well, and and it should keep going and be playing. Go ahead and see what you think about that. I've been I've been traveling, you know, to Europe a lot. You know, uh, been to uh, France and and uh, Belgium, and I'm heading back to Amsterdam. And they have such a love for for you know yes R and B for yes. old school R and B. They love it over yes. there. And what they're saying now is that the new music they can't appreciate it because to them it's all pop music. They call it pop and B, not R and B, but pop and B. You know, junk and be. Well, listen, Europe, Europe, they pay to go to an opera that's 200 years old that they've seen a thousand times. America is a disposable country. We we buy, we get used to you, we get bored, we dump you. That's what I hate about it. Even the great legends of Hollywood that I interviewed on my TV show, they're not working today. And these people years ago, you couldn't get 10 feet near them. They were legends. Same thing with music. Great, like Patti LaBelle. I mean, I love... 
Tina Turner still gets millions of people at a at a at a yeah, what do you call it a, a show. But Patty Labelle, you know, she's not pulling what she should. In her day, my God, Labelle, you couldn't get near her. I know, man, but you, you know, uh, you know, you got people like her. You got Aretha Franklin, you know. Yeah, uh, Aretha's not I've working. She's sick. Working with uh, uh, Dionne Warwick and all these singers, mm-hmm. man, who are, uh, like you said, you know, they're they're classics. And, well, my, my good friend uh, you know, Johnny Mantis. There are going to be people that will appreciate what they do, you know. And the numbers might not be, you know, uh, uh, as large as as uh, you would like sometimes, but they're, they're going to always have an audience. Well, Johnny Mantis, who I know pretty well for a long time, he's not booking the arenas he used to book. I mean, Johnny's playing, you know, whistle stops that he would never have done 20 years ago. And he's Johnny Mantis. Right. Give me a break. I mean, he's the king, yeah, yeah. king, the king of voice and mood singing. I mean, oh, I mean, Johnny Mantis, it's like you're talking about the man. I want to. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I want to get. I want because uh, I want people to see kind of like, uh, like because I have a song of yours that like has always been like my favorite like get naked song and. Uh oh. <laughs> so uh, not that I want to get naked with you, but like, I just say like everybody. Should, I want everybody to hear this song, and we're only gonna play because it's a long song. We're only gonna play like two minutes of it. I want people to hear like like this is you from like twenty years ago. We already played your current hit. That's gonna Which be a huge hit. This song's called "We've okay. Only Just Begun." Oh, I love that. one. I freaking I like one. love this song. I love this, this song is like too. one of my we favorite. No, it's a different one. You're thinking. Uh, we'll see if you know it. We'll see if you know it. It's not it's the carpet. Not the carpet. Okay, okay. Did I start right. to do? Yeah, carpenters? it sounded like. Uh, it sounded like the carpet. No, no, I love no. that one too, though. No, yeah. it's not, that's a good one too. We've only just begun. That's oh, the carpet. So you're gonna hear this one and you see if you know this one. Right, of course I know. All right, it. all right. Here we go. We're gonna keep it's you just on the. Don't don't tuck him out. We're just gonna play a little bit of it. Let's see how we do here, because this is such a bad, awesome song. Bad as in awesome, not bad as in bad. Right. <laughs> Wait till he starts singing right here at the beginning. This, this is the awesome. music I've always this loved, like, Jimmy. This, this is, is my music. Baby making music right this here. This is my music. I love this music. This is all I ever played. Fabulous. Listen to that falsetto. Oh, I love it. Fabulous. They don't sing like this anymore. So that's we've only just begun. The romance is not over from like you know a few years ago, dude. You have like your high registry is so beautiful. I just like love it to death. 
man, thank you. Thank as Jimmy you. said, they don't sing like that anymore. They just don't sing like that anymore. People don't <clears throat> sing, you know, like that anymore. A lot of people coming up nowadays, you know, with auto tune and and all the different stuff that you can do exactly. in the studio. You could have people in a studio and it sounds terrific, but you go listen to them live and they can't sing at all. You know what it is, Glenn? You well, you hold notes. Today they don't hold notes. Uh, 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 they sound like they're yodeling. I believe in you. I love you. <laughs> oh, that's what you call. Hey, my, that's what you call riffing. They're doing their riff. You know, Bullshit. Riffing, he can't stand. He can't stand Judy it Garland, when people riff. Listen, Judy. You know who Judy Garland is, of course. When Judy, oh, course. When Judy Garland was young, she could hold a note. When Judy Garland did Carnegie Hall in New York, she could no longer hold a note. And the critics went right. after her, and they said we could no longer bear her bro. Broken notes, and her notes were like M- M- Melissa. What's her name? The one that started Mar- Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey with the oh, oh, that opera, whatever the hell. It I is. love Mariah Carey, <laughs> but I can't stand yeah. when they break the too. notes. Hold a note. It's called singing. Well, you know uh, that that approach to singing has always been more popular. You know, like in pop music. You know that that was the thing. You were going to sing a pop ballad. You had to be able to extend those notes. You know, right. like. Holding Houston out. used to do on a lot of her songs, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm familiar with uh, Judy Garland. I'm a great fan of hers. I watch all the old movies on on, on, right. on, on, on Turner Classic Movies. Ah, so does he. You, know? you guys would get along great. But, but, but when <laughs> oh, she man, got I'm older. A, I'm a big fan. I'm watching one right now, man. I'm watching the, the Al Jolson story right now, you right. know. But when she, as she um, got older, her voice was not able. She wasn't flexible. Her voice began to crack and go. Uh, 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 uh. Well, she, she, today she'd be cutting albums. I mean, singing yeah, like that. Yeah. But um, you know, your voice is, and I, you know, I don't do this with everybody. I do it with certain people. You know who else I like? Somebody new that? that we dance to, Orlando. Oh yeah, Orlando Napier. Orlando Napier. Yeah. Are you familiar with him? Yes, yes, yes. I yes. love his song. He's got a great one that we always dance to. He's a good uh, See, singer. See, I, I, I grew up around all of the great, you know, singers. I, I grew up actually singing in church. I grew up singing gospel. So Most I grew do. up around people like the Dixie Hummingbirds and, and the Five Blind Boys, right. you know, and then Shirley Caesar and all those people. So I was influenced at a very early age, like five years old, man, around people like that. Well, I knew Earl Palmer, who was a jazz musician for the studio. And when I lived in L.A., we used to go to a place called the Baked Potato on Ventura Boulevard, where it was an all-black club. And I used to sit there for hours and just listen to voice after voice. I mean, Red Fox used to come in and kid around with us. It was a great club. And you know how many big stars came out of uh, the Baked Potato? Tons and tons, tons of stars. It was a great club. I think it's still there. I'm not sure. I love the fact that like your voice is so classic and, and it's really, really great. I love the fact that you got a new album coming out. I think we'll definitely want to bring you back when the album's actually out to promote it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we okay. should tell everybody too; they should check out. Uh, first of all, you can if you guys want to get the single every day. It's available now on iTunes, Amazon, basically every digital site that you go to. You can go and uh, download every day. And yep. everybody should get it. If you guys want to know what's going on with Glenn Jones, follow him on Twitter. That's how I always like see what's going on. And we'll and you be mentioning you at the real Glenn. Oh, yeah. and you can follow him on Twitter, and his Twitter is at the real Glenn Jones. And uh, right. and then if you want to go to his website, you can go to glennjonesmusic.com. dot com. And uh, 
We want to uh, thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. I really do think that you are a phenomenal talent, and and you've you know uh, throughout your career have really just given us such great great music. I'm very excited for the new album, and and thank you for giving us such great music. And for those of thank you, you listeners who have a very special person in your life, and it's a rainy evening, go into yep. your bedroom, put on candles, and then play Glenn. There you go. And I guarantee your evening will be a very, very happy evening. There you go. Because as I said before, your music is banging the head music. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Pleasure talking to you, Glenn. You're great. Thank you, Glenn. Have a good one. Thank you so much. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye-bye. He really is good. I mean, I got to tell you, folks, I'm not blowing smoke up his ass, but he's really good. I mean, the guy sings like they used to sing, and he's and he's nowadays too. He's brought the old and mixed it with the new. And if really, if you want a good album to play, if you're driving or doing anything, get the album. We should also just uh, say because I forgot <clears throat> to say on the air, we want to thank Bobby Collins from Spectra and Monarchy Records for setting up that interview. Right, thank you, Bobby Collins. There and, you go. And thank you for producing his album because I want it. He didn't produce it. We're just he's well, just whoever just the hell produced it. Don't be so techno. Get me that friggin' album. <laughs> I want that friggin' album for free and signed. <laughs> so I don't give a crap who signs it or does it. I love his music. I love, I love Glenn Jones. I really do. So hope everybody in the chat room is doing well. I think right now we're going to take another music break. Mm-hmm. It's not really a break, though, because we're going to do some Pointless. We, what do you think? You I love know, this. We, so this is our Sexy doing? Bitch Dance, everybody. It's, it's our favorite song. It's on iTunes <laughs> right now. And the name of the song is Pointless. You can get it on uh, iTunes, Amazon, anywhere you want to go. This is the... The actual sexy bitch dance of the Jimmy Star and Show. as I've said before, I use it at home when I want to lose weight. I absolutely swear to you, I exercise to this piece of music, and I've lost inches and a couple of pounds. It's, it's definitely exercise music. And everybody in the chat room, here you go. Sexy bitch dance time. Yay. <laughs> here you go, Audrey. Here we go. Bow, bow, bow. I can link together words in my bit So I would urge you listen to these words And I'm spitting we all die Some of us ugly and some late A Pac-Man trying to escape this fate I tread and check with no break Fish with no bait Picnics and no date Paying to get laid Focus and no fade Coaches and no rape Using mathematical formulas to find a soulmate But where does pointless baby? Yeah, yeah, it's true I sit back, realize you're gonna die, get off your couch and stop living your damn life This time flies, then the grim reaper gonna arrive, you can't escape fate So staring straight in the eyes, what you been doing lately? What you gonna do today? I'm gonna get hot to the USA, I'm gonna get back to West LA I'm gonna slap my box right across the face, I'm gonna beat the cops in the hospital Living in a constant state of disparity My indifference was my trait for ignoring reality Pharmaceutical remedies began to lose their intensity The oxygen is sitting the weed and I'm blowing a Hennessy Girls like a Kennedy couldn't feel my extremities There wasn't a woman around who consider having me In a state of physical and mental calamity I given up hope until I finally found serenity What you been doing lately? What you going I'm gonna get back to West LA I'm gonna slap my boss right across the 
grass, I'm gonna jump back, kiss my own white ass, I'm gonna take the world in a band, I'm a crowd, gonna grab this life I got, yeah. I love that song. I know, I'm old, remember. You gotta remember. You're, you're the young one, I'm the I'm old one. I'm the young one. one, he's the old one. I'm doing good. I could do 10 minutes more, 20 minutes more. You see what I do when I gyrate like that? I'm trying to get rid of my spare tire. And I you swear spare? to you. Well, yeah. Where? And, and it's, he doesn't have much of one. Oh. I do. I have a little bit. I have hangover, rollover. What does my daughter Deirdre call it? I forgot. I don't remember. She's got oh, cupcakes. Call, call it a muffin top. Muffin top. Isn't that gross? Yeah. That's a gross thing. Hey, Morley's in the chat room. What's hey, up, Morley? Hey, Morley, Ken Pettigrew's in the chat room. I want to welcome everybody to the chat room. We just got done playing Orlando Napier's Pointless, the sexy bitch dance of the Jimmy Star Show. You and can, we loved it. And you can download it on iTunes, Amazon, anywhere that you go. Or you can check out <laughs> monarchyrecords.com. And uh, you can see uh, Pointless is up there, and so is Glenn Jones, since they're both Monarchy and Records And now we're going to talk to Morley about his fabulous new movie, A Walk With Holes In Your Shoes. Actually, he's not calling uh, for Walk like With Holes In Your Souls. He's not calling for like eight minutes. Oh, I thought Morley was on. He's hey. going to be coming on. <laughs> I like Morley. Where is he? Morley's awesome. Um, yes, okay. he's awesome. He's awesome. So but getting be- back to my waist, I swear to you, I have been gyrating to this song like every day. I put it on like, man, whatever. I get in the mood to jump around. I've gone down in, a, in my waist size. Emily. I've lost like an inch on my waist. Anyway, Calling I'm in. sure there's other music you, you can, can dance it. to. Let's What's going see. on, boys? Are we off the air? It. Are we exploding? What? We have, we'll see if it's Sherry Emily or not. Do you know there? Sherry Avery? No, I think it's Sherry Emily. I know Sherry Emily. She's, Sherry she's ghost Emily? stories. Is it Sherry dot Emily on Skype? Is she on Skype? Is she calling in from Skype? It's a Skype. It's Sherry Avery. I just accepted a friend request on Skype. Okay. I don't know if that's her. Should we try it? Uh, did she call? No. She's okay. texting me though. Do I know Jimmy? I know Jimmy. Oh, I don't know. If and that's I know her. Thomas. <laughs> I don't know. Does she know Ron? That wasn't in there, but. I don't no, know if I know who she is. Me. I'm the forgotten soul. Oh, nah, you're the star of the Jimmy Star Show. Of course, don't I you have forget it. So don't you but forget it. But I'm being it. modest. All right, yeah, that's true. He's you know how it's modest probably, I if am. it's Sherry Emily, we know who it is because she's going to be coming on next, next week as our she's guest. She's the ghost stories Ooh. Monday night at ten o'clock here on W four CY uh-huh. Radio. You got to listen she t- in. She and left get the scared. chat room though, saying that she was having problems. So like, I don't think that she, I don't <clears> think that that's going to be. Believe me, I I know some of the story lineups I've been you know doing with my kid, my daughter, and. Those stories are really going to frighten the hell out of you because they are weird, weird, scary, and they're all true, especially the one in Boston when my children and I went up when they were very little, Halloween, 
or Thanksgiving, I believe, and we went into the cemetery. Oh, Rebel says it's her. Oh, Rebel. Hey, Reb. Rebel says it's her, so like if she calls, you can accept her. Yeah, we'll take Rebel's call. We only have two minutes. No, no, that's Sherry going to call. That's Sherry. Whoever the hell is on the phone will take him. (laughs) Do I really give a rap chicken's gut? (laughs) You didn't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. We got to do a commercial though too. Anyway, we went in that cemetery in Boston. Let me tell you, I saw, they saw, and we were scared to death. We screaming, screamed and ran out of there. Yeah, and we have other stories. No, there are ghosts, times. you know. I do believe in ghosts. There are spirit for people that are at unrest and they haven't left. Or they're with us because they protect us and bring us to beautiful places on this planet Planet while we're here. Don't worry about it, Chad. That means she's be on it for next week. We're all good. And also, you know, the Catholics, when they cross themselves, they say in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So obviously the Pope believes in ghosts too. By the way, he's leaving. The Pope? Yeah, he's leaving the vat. I wonder if he's taking all his dresses with him. I don't know. You oh, would like be- one? Beautiful. All those gowns he wears are beautiful. Maybe he'll dress up at home like the Pope and run around with like, <laughs> he, spike he, heels He gave up work for Lent. I've never heard of a Pope retiring. I wonder if he for gets Lent, benefits. Right. Do you think he gets benefits? Um, yes, I'm sure he's going to get um, protection for life and maybe some type of uh, immunity from any type of outside lawsuits. Now, they suspect that he's gay. Do you think that if he's gay, he can come forward now with his priest love? I don't know. I think something fishy is going, going on in the Roman Catholic and, Church. I think he and his priest love him want to run off to the south of France Easy and, and grow grapes. I don't know. This is what <laughs> I I'm think told. all those people. I think all those popes are gay. I mean, yeah, that's, what they, that's what the, the buzz is. Everybody's talking about that he's gay and he wants to be with his boyfriend. I don't believe it's true. I don't believe anything they say we is We don't true. know what go, goes on behind closed door. All we do is we see the pretty moment when they come out on the balcony and raise that's their right. hands and everyone goes, oh! Ruby, rubies and diamonds right. and crowns. It's like, and how they afford they that look stuff? Like, they look like some cheesy drag queens. Do you know that right the there. Vatican owns most of the satellites here on Earth? I have news for the Vatican owns New York. Oh, do they really? Oh, Where yes. do they get their money? St. Patrick's Cathedral on Fifth Avenue owns practically all of Manhattan, blocks huh. of it, blocks and blocks. So and Donald is. Trump owns the rest. So let's do a commercial. Do it. I love this commercial. What are you waiting all for? Right. So everybody, Dynapep is a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. Dynapep, you can follow him on Twitter. It's at Dynapep Shots. And you can like the Facebook page. It's at Dynap- as Dynapep Energy. And Dynapep is the world's first and best energy micro shot. It's smaller than a lipstick vial. Fits in your pocket. It gives you 10 hours of energy. And... It's it got no sugar I for know, diabetics. You, so. you don't have to give me my lines. I know, but I don't want you to add the diabetics part. I'm so not going to add the diet. I was going to say driving up to, to New Hope two weeks ago, I did it straight through 17 hours nonstop. <laughs> and I did it with Dynapep. It contains no sugar. So if you are a diabetic, take it. Too bad, Jimmy. There you go. So now, oh, now but now we'll do the regular one. So well, everybody, I, I have friends that are diabetics, and I want them to take Dynapep so they can come to my house. There you and go. Dance and That's dance. fine. So everybody, Dynapep, the world's first energy micro shot. It is awesome, and it's got no sugar, no carbs, no crash. There you go. Dynapep.com, and if you have any questions, you can dial one eight 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 do Dynapep. And in some places, I saw it on sale. Okay. So you can pick it up for like couple of pennies off whatever it normally costs but the stuff does work i'm not kidding you about it you do fly around a little bit like a wacko but it's okay it's fun (coughs) (laughs) no i mean if you're tired and you're at work and it's like four o'clock or three o'clock and you're just falling into your desk they're gonna fire you so take dynapep and you perk up then you'll want to go to an after hours club and you know meet a guy or a girl at the bar and fall in love and get married and have more miserable kids that are going to ruin the world in the future (laughs) 
those demons. See, that didn't sound good. Well, because I just went down. My, my Dynapep's not working. I ran oh, out. That's because you didn't take it. I you ran t- out. It's been 10 hours. I know. Look, I- there's my Dynapep commercial they're playing right now. <laughs> oh, God. We have to look at him on TV, too. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, I got so much Jimmy look, Star. I'm so sick of it. Look at Everything is Jimmy Star. That was an awesome commercial. But I said you're the star of the show. I'm the star of the show, but my name is not Jimmy Star. although it would be when I marry you. <laughs> Am I going to be Ron Star? I don't know. What do you think? Oh, you're going to Chad? be Ron Star? Or are you going to be Jimmy Russell? It's too close to On Star. How about if it could be uh, Ron Russell Star? Well, we are. We're, 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 we're Russell Star Productions. Yeah, so you can be Ron Russell Star. Why can't you be Jimmy Star Russell? The <laughs> star has to be at the end. Why does the star have to be at the end? It's just been that way for years, and he can't, no, so I'm, used to it. Because I'm Butch. Butch so like I'm, so <laughs> I'm Butch, t- I'm butch <laughs> too. I knew he wasn't going to like that one. No, I'm, I'm, I'm the husband. What are you talking about? Okay, keep Big thinking fairy. it. fairy. <laughs> Sissy girl bottom bitch. Stop it, Ron. Yeah, stop it, Ron. He always says that to me. Or just, that's my as affection he's his, As he's throwing he's his fun. legs up. Oh, you're oh, such a creep. Jesus. That's Lord. not true. My children, it's not true. I'm just joking. Right, you guys, my relax. Children, my children listen to this show. And so and do so my Bertha. friends. Bertha, what's up? We love you. And my friends know damn well what I'm all about. That's anyway, right. we won't discuss this any further. Thank you. Delete vision. Thank you. There you go. Okay. We also want to give a shout out to our, our syndicates, you guys. Um, WROM Radio in Detroit, which is WROMRadio.net. They air us on Saturday nights. Uh, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City. It's www.jackaloperadio.com. They air us in uh, Kansas City, and it's uh, Thursday nights. Slipstream Radio in the UK. Slip-stream-radio.com. They air us Saturdays at, I think it's 11 uh, in the morning. And uh, Spook Show TV, spookshow.tv in Indianapolis, and that's on Fridays. Plus, we go to 190 countries and all over the United States. That's right. We go everywhere. And we came in eighth on the Shorty Award. There you go. And we have a caller. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Ron. It's Morley. Hey, Morley. Morley. Hey, everybody. Morley Shulman's on the phone. We're so excited. Hey, dude. Morley Shulman is the writer of that fabulous movie, A Walk with a Hole in Your Soul. Um. <laughs> Did I get it right, Morley? Did I get it right? Uh, very close. <laughs> close enough. Uh, and also, a quick, for a quick, quick shout-out, say hey to everybody in the chat room. I know you're in the chat room, but say hey to everybody in the chat room on the air. Hey, Carla. Hey, Audrey. Kenny, if you're there, I know you said you're going to come by. Melissa. And, of course, Letitia and everyone else who's just browsing by. There How's you it going, go. Guys? There you go. Morley, I have to make you really like me. It's a mile in his soul. There you and go. And the motion picture will be shot in London soon. And uh, it's a great script. I've read it, and I love it, and it's going to be a fabulous film. Did I make better I, now, Morley? You know, but you're you're mistaken about one thing. You said I like you. I don't. Ron, I love you. So oh, yeah, I love you back, that. Morley. I love you back. That's so cute. We're having our Hallmark <laughs> moment here on the Jimmy Star Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so get out your handkerchiefs and <laughs> blot put, your eyes. We can put it on a on a Lifetime Channel movie. We'll, we'll do mushy, some kind of movie. mushy and gushy with Morley. There you go. So Morley, how's everything going? Everything's great. Um, by the way, I apologize. I also forgot to mention Rebel. My apologies. Hey, Rebel, great to see you again, too. There you go. Rebel, you know, Rebel's going to be hosting a show, Ghost Stories, with Sherry Emily and, and Ron's daughter, Deirdre, here at mm-hmm. W4CY on Monday nights. 
Uh, it's going to start on March 25th, to be exact. There you Good go. Wow. You. How can you remember all that stuff, Morley? I can't, e- I can't even remember the name of the movie I'm in that you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you remember all that stuff? The, the reason I remember, unfortunately, is because that was my late father's birthday, so it has special oh, significance for me. Oh, that's a sad way to remember. Okay. People ask me, what's that movie you're in? I said, I don't know, something about somebody's soul walked around. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go see it. They said, well, how are we going to go see it if we don't know it? I said, just see anything that says soul and walk or, or mile. Go. Go pay the money and go see it. <laughs> That's it. Or, or actually, if Morley was smart, he'd put on top of the marquee, Ron Russell in huge letters, and then put a, a mile in his soul. I don't know if we could ever get a marquee that big, Ron. Oh, you, we can. I know my, my cousin Bert, her son's a contractor. They could, they, they took, if they could take away the World Trade Center when it fell down, they could do anything. There you go. <laughs> They'll build me the biggest marquee known to man. Well, but you know what? As, as you know, myself and my screenwriting partner, Christine Otron Mitchell, are writing a new movie for you, for Jimmy, and of course, starring Ken Pettigrew. I know. And I'm it's so tentatively called The Registry. I am so flattered. I love the name. I love the storyline. I love the whole thing. And I, I, I don't know, know if you're like People must think I'm like some kind of a love child. I mean, I love everything. You know what it is? I don't talk about the things I don't like because I don't like negativity. I'm positive in everything I say and do. So if I sound like I'm full of crap and I'm loving everything and everybody, that's not it, kids. I'm a positive person. And if the, the movie is positive, I'm positive with it. If it stinks, I don't mention, mention it at all. If I didn't like That way he doesn't have to bash it. <laughs> no, it's true. No, I never bash. I, God forbid I bash. It's negative. But if Morley's writing was terrible, I would simply say, Morley, how nice. Thank you. Goodbye. You know, that's it. Brush him off. <laughs> but the guy is great. He writes good stuff. He really so, does. So actually, you're writing a new movie with Ron Russell, Jimmy Starr, and Ken Pettigrew. Starring Ron Russell. Okay, starring Ron Russell. And, um, and it's called The <clears throat> Registry, tentatively. And like, how much of the plot are you allowed to tell people? We'll let you tell I'll give you. I'll give you a brief overview. Okay, so that's good. Basically, uh, you as the star, Jimmy. Oh! <laughs> I, oh my God, Chad my just blew his mic. Everybody's <laughs> earphones fell off. Oh, don't ever that do that again. Don't ever do that again, Morley. Because <laughs> I, I will call my cousin in 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 New York, and they go to Canada. Go ahead, like in my supporting role to Ron's starring role. Go yes, ahead and explain. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you. In, in your cameo. You're playing an underappreciated um, employee. Uh, and you hold on, with, hold, on, you hold, on hold on, Marley. Hold on. we got to start all over because Ron's laughing so hard now with the cameo thing. you got Chad laughing and now nobody can hear anything you're saying. So we're going to let you start all over. In my cameo, go ahead and start all over, Ron. <laughs> In your small camera, you actually work for Ron. So, Ron, you happy about that? Well, I can't hysterical laughing. He's going to crucify me when we get home. And and he's shooting tonight. (laughs) We're shooting bad seeds tonight. Well, go ahead, Maul. He said that I work for you. He said, is that okay? I work for you. Yeah, of course. Of course. (laughs) It's cameo. I love it. (laughs) So, so you actually work work for Ron. Okay. And um, you work, and Ron is uh, a tough as nails boss, but he has definitely a soft spot for you. Okay. So, so he definitely has a soft spot, and uh, your co-worker, one of your co-workers, Ken, who is the biggest asshole uh, that you've ever seen. So um, he's, he's basically the office bully. Um, so you're going to have a lot of interaction with him. But basically, the plot revolves around you, you constantly get invitations to uh, people's weddings and, and engagement parties, and people you maybe haven't seen for 20, 30 years. 
And, you know, you just absentmindedly write off check after check until finally you snap. You realize how much money it is that you spent over the years, it's like mm-hmm. thousands upon thousands of dollars, and you lose it. And then what you do is you actually decide to fake your own wedding. So I can get presents. And so you start sending out an invitation to invitation for all these people that you no longer keep in touch with, and everything's going well, and you start who's that guy? And you start getting... Uh, you start getting some gifts in until people start responding. You say, yes, they can't wait to go. So now you actually have to get married, and uh, that's when all the fun begins. That's good. And awesome. it, is f- it is fun because I read the script, and Morley has written some very good comic lines for me, and, and, I, and I can deliver them as Morley would like me to. So the film, I think, is going to be a very, very successful film. Dang. And I appreciate that. And, and Ron, as you know, we, we're, we I have a character for you. It's a bit of a stretch. You have to play... Like I, I die from New York, so I don't know if you can... Oh, I couldn't do that. To... With a New York accent, not possible. Just not possible. <laughs> and, and thank God you didn't ask me to do a guy from Brooklyn, because that I could never do. Actually, about it. actually, you know something? I was born in Brooklyn, and I lived there till I was four years old. And then we moved to Astoria, Queens, where I really grew up as, as a, a teenager. So I have a combination of an Astoria, Queens accent and a Brooklyn accent and a Manhattan accent. So it's all East Coast, New York. That's all that counts. Well, you know the, how the expression goes, you can take the boy out of the story, but you can't take the story out of the boy, you know? Well, you can when I... I mean, do you want me to go theater? Morley, how are you? It's so nice to hear from you. It's a pleasure to speak with you. You know, that's theater speech. You know, I do that. People say, you're acting gay. <laughs> so I'm not acting gay. That's how they talk in the movies. You know, if you ever need me to speak without an accent, I'm capable. But now, you know, I'm doing my British accent because I'm from London and I'm in this new movie that Murley has written that's fabulous. And I play a bum in the street or a street person who's lost and bewildered. And, and this gentleman comes to me and it goes on and on, you know. So I shan't. Well, I like the you know part. I shan't do it. I shan't do anymore. I shan't. I shan't. I can't and I shan't. Okay. Marley, I think it's like awesome. I think A Mile in a Soul we know is going to be a great hit. Good we can't wait to start filming it. Good I think the registry it. sounds from what we know about it so far like it's going to be a total blast. I'm sure you're having a good time writing it because that's what you do. And, uh, and Marley, we will take you all over London because I've been there often and I like London. And there are certain things that most people don't know about that we can show you. We'll even take you to a gay bar. That should be fun. <laughs> Have you ever been to a gay bar, Marley? I, 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 will, I will say this. Um, even though I used to do stand-up comedy years ago, um, one thing I'm definitely afraid of is doing karaoke. And the last time I did karaoke, actually was in a gay bar, and I actually had a blast with that. Good, we oh enjoy it. We would all do gay. We could all do karaoke. I can't sing though. Ron can actually do it. Actually, I sing wait, in wait, my own voice. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, Jimmy. Huh? Jimmy. What do you mean you can't sing? You sang with the Carpenters, for God's sake. I know. That was when I was a little kid, though, and my voice changed, and I got scared, and now I can't sing. Mm-hmm. I can rap. <laughs> who, who, can't, who can't rap? I mean, people that stutter can rap. <clears throat> Come on. I have a good ear for music. I can tell you who's good and who's not any good, and I can tell you what's wrong with everything right. in their voice. Just and I, I can sing as a man, and I can also sing as a woman. When I sing as a woman, I sound like Peggy Lee, which is incredible. Because I have this sort of foggy, wispy voice. But when I sing as a man, I sound like, I just sound like an old queen, I guess. I don't know. What do I sound like when I sing as a When I do karaoke now, I prefer to do my Harper Marx imitation, so I'm never good at that. Harper Marx didn't speak or sing. 
That's why he's good at it. That's why we got it. No, just for the folks listening. Now I want you to know I wouldn't have gotten that. I would not have gotten that if Ron didn't say that. Well, because you're old and senile. I'm young and fresh. But for the audience that listens to us that didn't get it, I just wanted to clear it up. Because I'm a great. Uh, they're, they're on, you know, Morley. Morley they're on. Here. They're on a Turner Classic Movies today, I believe. There's about three films coming on of the um, whoever we were just talking about. You know, I, I will stick to the. Uh, you know what, Ron? If I ever go back to New York, I'm going to have to go to the Bensonhurst area because that's where uh, Mo Howard went from the Three Stooges is from originally. Right. Hey, hang on one second, that, guys. That's, that's we got somebody calling in. I hope it's who I think. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Jade Marla Star. What's up? All right. Hey, Morley. This is Ken Pettigrew, everybody. Everybody in the chat room, give a shout out. And uh, Ken, we got Morley on the line talking about the registry and how you're like going to be this big dick that's going to bother us. And uh, You know what? That's kind of been my issue in life is being the big dick. That's every guy's, that's every guy's issue. And Ken, I want to welcome you to my film. <laughs> where Jimmy ha- where I have a cameo Jimmy has a cameo role that's what Morley said I loved it I was hysterical Morley said and yes and Jimmy has a cameo role I couldn't breathe when I go home I'm getting killed I got news for you no you're not I don't know well, I'm making sausage and peppers tonight I'm going to be choked with sausage and peppers Whoa. no it's fine so everybody can can Pettig- everybody Ken Pettigrew and Morley Schulman on the line Ken say hey to everybody in the chat room What's up, everybody in the chat room? Thanks for the support to Jimmy Star. There you go. And we have uh, Morley on the line talking to us about the registry, which is the new film he's writing for all of us to star in. No, 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 no. He said he was writing it for he's Ron Russell. He's writing it for Ron Russell <laughs> and you. Ken Pettigrew, and I'm going to have a little cameo in it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Now the facts are correct. Thank you. And uh, and once we get more done and we get more working on pre-production, we will actually like start Twitters and Facebook pages and everything to get it all going. And Ken, I can't wait to work with you. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. I mean, we're going to have that? half of that crap that we're going to pull, they should photograph, even though it has nothing to do with the story plot. But I'm sure that you and I are going to go a few rounds and have a good <laughs> laugh. No, we're, we're, well, we're, he's like I am. He tells it like it is. Well, be careful, because once you go Pettigrew, you don't go back. <laughs> That's okay. I like you. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. It's okay. No problem. It depends on what he means by once you go there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Well, I'm only taking that in a positive sense. <laughs> As Ken would say, it's only kinky the first time, right? Who else is in the film? Have, kinky have you, the first time. Oh, yeah, that kind of stuff. Well, maybe I'm interested. You never know. <laughs> Now Jimmy's really going to kill me. Look, he's got a puss on down to the floor. Oh, God. Jimmy's very jealous. Did anybody out there know that? Extremely jealous of me. Accuses me of all sorts of things. He's always you know. listening to Ron. It's all well, about Ron. He thinks that everybody... I know. It's all he, about Ron. Just let it be that way because that's the way it keeps peace. No. Jim, <laughs> Ron, what do I want to talk about, Jimmy? Yawn, yawn, yawn. I mean, you know, like where they say... Jimmy, let's talk about Jimmy now. Okay, let's go. Jimmy Starr, he's a manufacturer of men's clothing. He's a producer. He's a director. He's an actor. What else is he? Radio pain show in host, my Twitterati. Right. What else can we talk about? I'm a great jump. Whoa. Well, that's debatable. <laughs> that's, that's, that's debatable. That's not what you said when you were screaming the other day. No. <laughs> you, were, you, were the one, you were the one screaming. See, did I get him back? No. The reason, the, listen, the reason why I was screaming is I thought he had his teeth sharpened. 
<laughs> uh, wow, that was quick. You guys got to admit, he is a quick one. He is very quick. I did stand up. Don't play with the, the him, him, Morley, and, and and Ken. We got three quick ones. So because we're stand ups, right? So Ken, what do you think? You're going to be on this new movie, and uh, and Morley, I'm sure, has told you a little bit about it. And Morley, like, why did you actually cast Ken? Because he's a dick. No, <laughs> not at all. I don't think so. Ken's, no. Ken's not a dick. We know Ken's Ken, not a dick. Ken, Ken, Ken's he's my a great boy. guy. In fact, when I started started writing a movie. Um, I'm pretty familiar with all of your personalities, and I really want to incorporate your natural great personalities into the script. And I heard um, one of Ken's shows where he was talking about Nancy Pelosi, and, oh. and I don't know, Ken, if you want to elaborate about your favorite person. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that in that, that show. I heard all about it. It sort of went up. There was a he, buzz. Nancy is the sort of person that Ken would love to run into one time, like when he's driving and she's walking. Exactly. Let me put it that way. Exactly. Okay, we like that. With a very pointy car. Yeah. Exactly. So, now listen, Morley. Wait, 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 let him finish. Let him finish. Go, Ken. Go, Morley. So with- what I did was I took his natural personality when he's really excited, and I wrote that into the script. Uh, one of the things I shared with Ken today was that um, uh, Jimmy's cameo role, his name is Larry, but uh, Ken refers to him as douchey, like douchebag, so he's really just a, a badass guy. Listen, you uh, are you going to shoot this in Pittsburgh? Um, <laughs> I think there's a lot of tax credits there, so it's probably a good idea. No, you know why? Pittsburgh now, I'm told, is the new Hollywood. They're starting to manufacture, manufacture. They're starting to produce so many films there. They've purchased all of the old coal mills. And they've converted them into studios. I can't wait. We're going to see and that And they're doing so, – they, they say that in 10 years from now, Pittsburgh is going to be the new Hollywood. And it works very inexpensively. That's why they're all going there. And, yes, there is a tax thing where you get uh, tax deduction. Yeah, there's a lot of benefits. Like Carrie uh, C.K. Gray, for example, she's going to be filming her movie, um, Eye of the Storm. And it's going to be filmed, I believe, in uh, Georgia the same reason there's Another great tax credits there too. Another yeah, place. there's a lot of good Georgia, ones. a lot of stuff is being shot. Hollywood is, you know, actually the actors and actresses don't like going into the studio because Hollywood now, the surrounding areas of the studios have turned into very bad neighborhoods with car shootings and guns and killing and whatever. And a lot of them, friends of mine, I know they said they hate going into certain areas where those studios are. Actually, we should give a shout-out to C.K. Gray. C.K. Gray was a guest on the show before, and she's an author. She has two books, Eye of the Storm, and the sequel is uh, – what's the sequel, Morley? It's called Eye of the, it's called, uh, Eye of the Storm, and then there's uh, After the Storm. After the Storm, and they're making it into a motion picture. And C.K. Gray actually has a role also in A Walk in His Soul, A Mile in His Soul. Now you got me saying it wrong. A Mile in His Soul, no, so you'll it's, meet her. it's A Mile in a Hole in His Soul. <laughs> Of the shoe. Of the shoe. <laughs> so uh, she's really cool. We had her on. She's a great writer, and her, her, book, her books are going to be kind of like the new notebook. Oh, good. Type stuff. She's awesome. Is she, awesome. Is she coming back on? When it comes to romance. Yes, she's very good. She's, is she coming back on? Oh, I don't know. We'll have her on probably when the movie's coming right. out. We'll have to hit her up to I see if we can get in I just want to give it. a quick shout-out to Leslie. Leslie never has here. So, hey, Leslie. Mm-hmm. Hey, Leslie. What's up? Oh, Ken Pettigrew, say hey to Leslie and Ken. While you're on, too, we should have them tell you. The Ken Pettigrew Show, you can go to KenPettigrew.com, but you're actually on a new station. Uh, yep, I'm over at uh, Chaotic Radio. Uh, they they picked me up, and it's going very well. But what's up, Leslie? It's freezing in here. Leslie's an awesome, uh, awesome, awesome person. Really supportive, too. Hey, and Ken, on. when is your show on exactly? Remind me. Uh, my show's on Monday through Thursday, uh, 
8 p.m. Pacific time, 11 p.m. on the East Coast. I knock it out a couple hours a night, and uh, fun stuff. But listen, you got to put the babies to bed. There you go. Okay. It's not for the sensitive people either. Hang on one sec, too, you guys, because now we got another caller calling in. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy's Church. Churchill, what's up? Jimmy Churchill. How you doing? There you go, Church. Hey, hey everybody. So uh, we what's actually, sir? Church, we got Ken Pettigrew on the line, Morley Schulman on the line, Ron sitting next to me. Everybody, this is Tom Churchill, and we got a chat room full of people. Say hello. Hey, Church, how hello, you doing? Everybody. How is everybody doing? Everybody's how you doing? good. How you doing, baby? Good, good. How's the I miss talking to you guys. How's the movie coming along? Oh, man. Uh, we Principal photography begins Friday. Wow. There you go. Two days away, everybody. The Lazarus movie starts photography. Several of the people uh, in the film have actually uh, been on the Jimmy Star show. You have Stephen Jeffries from Fright Night. Um, you have... We have, we have Stephen Jeffries, Josh Hammond, from Chris Creepers too. From uh, Emerging yeah, um, lots of past Natalie guests from Victoria. the. Lots of cool people from the Jimmy Star Show that have been guests on the Jimmy Star Show coming on. A lot of them are several. Several of them are horror movie icons. It's going to be really cool. It's horror uh, movie, not horror. horror. Yeah, not horror. horror. Not horror, horror movies. And uh, and you can go to LazarusMovie.com to check out the website. And uh, Leslie Neverett says she loves the Jimmy Star Show and the Ken Pettigrew Show. There you go. And for those of you out I there, I love them too. And, and for those of you out there who remember that Jimmy and I were supposed to be in your film, we had to regrettably back out simply because that's our moving date, and there was nothing we could do about it. We tried in every which way to close yeah. the closing two houses. It was an impossibility. But it's I, cool though because Josh Hammond's taking my role. I, I don't care about Josh Hammond. I wanted cool. to do it. I wanted to <laughs> do right. that. I wanted to do role. that movie so badly because I wanted to see Jimmy get you know what when they do you know what in the scene. <laughs> I was wishing for it and I was dying to be in that movie and I'm very disappointed. But we would have been homeless for real. We could have done Morley's movie then as real homeless people <laughs> because our closing date on both houses is the fifteenth. Of uh, this month, and we have to have all our stuff out of the house. And the movers, and we're moving four families. It's like a mess. It's like a nut house. There's a movie here, believe me. So Churchill's got a movie coming out. Morley's writing a movie for Ken Pettigrew, who's on the line. Jimmy no, no, Star. No, 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 no. Morley's writing the movie, movie for, for me. Ron Russell. You have a cameo. You I have, have a cameo, cameo, but but not Ken. He's writing it for you no, and Ken, Ken. It's starring it's starring Ron Russell and Ken Pettigrew. Right, and then and then Jimmy Star. Awesome. And, and, and cameo yeah. appearance by. Jim Sta. Jimmy Starr's no, got no, no. a cameo. Jim Sta. Because we don't we have no room to fit you on the marquee. So it's gonna be J I M S T A. Jim Sta. All right, Morley, you got all you taking notes? I I got it committed to memory, absolutely. You okay, can. well you just throw all that shit away. <laughs> Morley's not taking notes, he's dropping Xanax right now. <laughs> Morley is a very smart man. Xanax Good. Xanax is good. Listen, Morley's a smart man, and he knows without me the film will go nowhere, that I'm pulling it together. I'm the, dra- oh, I'm the draw. I'm that. the number one draw. Everybody's all over the world is going to say, Ken oh, oh like- my God, Ron Russell's back on the screen. Ken Pettigrew, though, he's he's pretty up there, dude. Let no, me but you. I'm famous because I'm old time. Oh, uh, I'm just- I'm just some schmuck. That's all I am. <laughs> I just, I just to give you a quick shout out, and uh, I got to get back in. Um, go guys, film, go I film, make you. a good yeah, movie. Yeah, I love everybody in the chat room, and I will be talking to you very soon, guys. All right, Church, good. have a good one. Go make a go make a good movie, Church. Go to work, make a good movie. There you go. 
That's going to be fun. It's going to be a cool zombie movie. I'm all into I'm zombie sorry, movies. I'm sorry I'm not in it. I really wanted to be in that film. I mean, what we, we tried everything to switch around was not possible. That's okay. You know, today real estate is not like it was years ago. You don't want to lose a buyer because they don't come easy. And we had to do everything this broad wanted that bought my house. We were a victim of her uh, selfishness. There you go. I so, told her about the all, film. She couldn't have cared less that we were women. Always women on a woman. No, 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 not at all. She could no, she could not have cared less that we were in a film those days. This is what was good for her, and if you didn't like it, screw you. I'll buy some somebody else's house. And I'm so desperate to get out of Florida. You know, I would have, I would have, bald her. I don't care. No, he wouldn't have done well, that. No, well, he not would not really. Have done but that. I, I would have. <laughs> maybe I would have done a vibrator or something. You know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Too much information. That's okay. Oh, how about that? Hey, man. Did, well, did you guys ever hear? Uh, what did the banana say to the vibrator? I what are know. you shaking for? She's <laughs> going to eat me. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> it's okay. I like, I, Morley does these wonderful jokes on that was Facebook. Ken. That was Ken. No, I know that. I know that, but I'm going to Morley now. Morley, Why do you hate my jokes? What are you talking about? I don't hate your jokes. I simply said they're corny but hysterical. I love them because they're charming. You know, jokes today are crude and rough and tough. Those are the your ones jokes, I like. Your jokes <laughs> are charming, and they're funny, and I laugh at every one of them. How you get away with it, I'll never know, but I laugh at them. Just don't do them in your stand-up act because people will throw glasses and chairs at you. But they're adorable. Actually, they're lovely if jokes. Want, if you want to see some of my stand-up act, I uh, recorded my last routine, although I did in front of my webcam. So if you go to YouTube and you Google my name, you will actually see uh, my last routine. It's called Sit Down Comedy Without the Toilet Humor. So I'm going to do warning, it tomorrow. That's, that's what it's called. Tonight we have to rush to the studio. Jimmy's rehearsing and they're shooting tomorrow his big scene in the car with his crazy son. And uh, we shot a bunch of film the other night where they had a follow car, a front car, and they were doing all the car shots. And now they're doing the interior. Actually, we, should give, we need to give a plug for that anyway. Everybody go to BadSeedsMovie.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter at BadSeedsMovie. It's a really cool, cool, unique film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a zero-budget film that's totally being uh, worked out by like the people uh, mm-hmm. participating in the film. And you can like actually pick out the clothes that people are wearing and really like interact with everything that's going on. It has to do with the film. And you can go to BadSeedsMovie.com, make a... Make a profile and uh, interact with everybody on the film. It's a freaking lot of fun. And the, and, the, yeah. and the mystery part of it is I finally found out what I'm doing in the film. And I play the owner of the warehouse that these people rent to do whatever it is they're doing. And I find out about it and they blow me up. Yeah, so we're going to kill him. We're going in pieces all over the set. I guess everybody out there is going to cry. They'll say, oh, my God, look at Ron. We adore him. And he's dying on his set. Or they might say, or my oh, ex, well. Or my ex, ex, exes might just look and say, good, the best. Hey, they should do something on the website. Uh, <clears throat> the best way to kill Ron. Is to put a cork the in his thing, mouth. The best way to blow him up. Yeah, that would be fun. Now we see like everybody gets Don't to laugh. I'm sure Liza's doing that. Yeah, how she sh- probably will how actually do something like that. How shall we kill Ron? She's actually very like into mm-hmm. all that, so she's mm-hmm. probably like she's like a genius. 
Uh, the script is being written as we go along, but the ideas are coming from the public. It's a whole new concept that she's got, and it's really great. She's getting thousands of emails of people suggesting what to do with the movie and how to go about it. It's cool. So everybody check it out. It's BadSeedsMovie.com. Everybody should go and check out A Mile in His Soul. It's mm-hmm. the website for the movie that, that Morley wrote that we're going to be filming in Scotland. Everybody needs to go to Ken Pettigrew. Oh, London. Now we're in London. London. I'm he's, sorry. You're right. He's old. He's I'm still in Scotland. He's, he's got Alzheimer's. And that's but terrible. listen, you know what Liza's doing? Morley, listen to this one. She's asked everybody, no, seriously, to back her film. She's asked everyone to send her just $1. Okay? You know how much money she could make? She's all over the world now asking for it. If a, if a million people you know, send a dollar, she's made a million bucks. So morally, for registry, you might want to do that and say, hey. We might want to do that since we're working oh, on it. Oh, how about film. my film? Everybody's <laughs> forgotten my film that I wrote that's wonderful. Well, we're, we're not I forgot the name of you're it. You're not the guest today. I know. <laughs> but hey, hey, I know. Hey, I know. Am I, I'm looking for one person to give me a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, but would you would you have everybody that listens to you send a buck? Hey, that's a lot of bread. Hey, you know what? My thought is, if everybody listens to my show, gets their head out of their ass and thinks a little bit, I have benefited. I don't need their money. Well, listening to your show, I think a lot of people either get very offended and stick their head up their ass and never come out, or some do, and they get smart from it. It's a comedy. Yeah, listen, man, I'm not, uh, I'm not the guy who's going to the back and tell you everything's okay, because in life, nothing's okay unless you make it okay. Can you? I'm going to be the guy that's going to kick you in the ass, pop off that head, and maybe you can start thinking a little bit. Can you tell it like it is, and you don't care? And that's what I respect about you, because I'm the same way. I don't care for this politically correct crap, and that we all have to worry about saying something that may offend somebody. People today get too offended too quickly and too easily. In my day... That's Kim's problem. Well, in my day, no, in my in my day, if you got offended, you punched the guy in the face, and nobody called the cops. But today, you know, you 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 touch someone, don't touch me. I'm going to report you and sue you. Screw off, drop dead. Oh God, I can't deal it's with these the, friggin' people. It's the pussification of America. I try to go uh, down in a uh, sarcastic, humorous way, but it's tough sometimes. Well, you know, today we've gotten too, too worried about what we're saying. And you know what? We don't say what we really want to say. Like I want to say gay marriage is disgusting that it's not legal. We have a right to everything that everybody on the planet has. And to boycott us from doing something stinks. And the Boy Scouts with that gay crap. I was in a boy... No, no, no. Those are two different conversations now, Ron. I run a muck. I agree with you that we live in a country all men are created equal. Gay, straight, black, white makes no difference. Of course. If you want to join this this uh, divorce rate, see it. But the Boy Scouts now, as a private organization, it's not your business. Nor is it their business. No, but and I don't have. I don't have to buy their cookies. Hold on. When you're talking about the Boy Scouts, they took an oath to do their duty to God and their country. Like it or not, that's what they were founded in. And listen. It's start your own Boy Scouts or whatever you want to call it, but you can't tell an organization who's a private organization what's to do because then you're just as much of a hypocrite as the other one saying, well, you can't let gay people get married. 
not our business. It's a private organization. No, I'm not if you sure. don't want to be a part of it, no. then don't buy, don't, don't support them. That's but it. I'm not trying not to the government's no, business Ken, to tell them what to do. I'm not trying to restructure their foundation. What I'm trying to say is I'm not buying your cookies so that you have more money to teach your children to be stupider than what they are already. That's 100% what makes America Exactly. Great. Now, but I was a Boy the Scout. Government involved? Forget it. It's not their business. I was a Boy Scout, believe it or not. I really was. I have pictures. I'll show you one day if you don't believe me. But they never taught us that gay people couldn't be in it. We never even knew about gay people when we were little. It's not about marriage. It's about teaching some values of how to be a good human being. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean that gay people are not good human beings. What they're saying is only if you're straight, white, and Catholic or straight, white, and whatever, you can do it. (laughs) We didn't even have any black kids in my Boy Scout thing because they wouldn't let black kids in. Parents would pull their kids out of the Boy Scouts if a black one came in. Black people can't be Boy Scouts. Look how ridiculous they look in the uniform. That was the dialogue I heard. But they also used to be in the military that black people couldn't swim. Yeah, that was okay. terrible. They also put in the Second World War ignorance all the black soldiers up front to get killed. It doesn't have a a a religious belief. It doesn't have a political belief. No, it, it does doesn't not. have ignorance is truly colorblind. There's races, religions, beliefs that all that most people are ignorant. Very few people want to be honest about themselves. And and stay out of other people's business. If we all stayed out of other people's business, how much better would we all be? This entire planet. Well, Ken, we all come into the world innocent. We are taught to be what we become. So teaching prejudice of any kind is the parent's fault. And then the children become the parent and teach their child it's their fault. It's an inherited thing today. Prejudice stinks in any way. No one should be prejudiced of anybody. Judge everybody individually by their merit, by their accomplishments, by their everything. That's what I do. Okay, but once you judge somebody uh, on their accomplishments and they're a piece of shit, and you call them a piece of shit, what does that piece of shit first run to? You don't like me because of insert noun. Well, I would never do that. I I don't do that. I would. I would call someone a small piece of shit and tell them I hate them. (laughs) No. On the ground because they're a piss poor human being. The only person I hate mostly is my ex mother in law, and I really <laughs> do hate her. But it bothers me because I don't like hate in my body, and I'm working on not hating her anymore, just wishing her to drop dead. This way, I don't have to hate her anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> if she's dead, if she's dead I won't have to hate her. All night, when huh? Jimmy's not in bed, hate keeps you warm. Oh no, hate is not a good I'm always thing. in bed. I'm always in bed at night. Hate's not a good <clears throat> thing. I'm so happy to say that I don't have hate in me except for that bitch mother. Uh, <laughs> he hates that mother in law. Vil- Vilma, so, Vilma bitch. Let's do her. some recaps, you guys. Everybody should follow Morley on Twitter. It's at Morley's Musings. Everybody should follow Ron Russell at Ron Russell Show. Check out the the, the uh, website for A Mile in His Soul. It's amileinhissoul.com, and it's also on Twitter at amileinhissoul. Ken Pettigrew is on at 8 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Thursday. KenPettigrew.com, and what's the other website, Ken? ChaoticRadio.com. ChaoticRadio. Chaotic so it's K-H-A-O-T-I-C-Radio.com. Yep. Um, 
Uh, so check him out. Follow him out. He's on Twitter. It's at Ken Pennegrew. Um, and Ken, we should do this again. I, I'm interested I in all it. the things that you say. I think you and I would do a good show together also. You should call into my show. Yeah, you can call. He can call into your uh, show. Do we, do we get cut oh. off? Oh, no. Shit. Are we, you're cutting in and out. Wait, yeah, me... his show's on at 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific, I've, 11 o'clock I've at night. Heard, I've heard your show. Once we move, he'll come on on the show and he'll call in. No, I like your show because you say the things that I want to say that nobody has the guts to say. Today we have become, as I said, a bunch of mealy-mouthed, stupid jerks that are politically correct. I mean like the N-word. Give me a break, the N-word. You, you don't want to say the N-word, but Robert De Niro in a movie kept saying, I ain't no faggot, I ain't no faggot. It's okay to say that. I can't say Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan. Right. You know what? In Italian, you know what we call black? Negro. Okay? Negro. How far is negro from what the people today, the old stupid people said? I mean, I, I don't find it. All right. We need to stop this conversation. No, I have many, I have many, many black friends. No, Ken, I have many black friends in the biz. And they, they're, not they're not offended by the word. Yeah, so this is going to actually like be a conversation that can be taken to the firing range at another time because this is not Jimmy Star Show conversation. So, uh, no, but, so but there we go. So, oh, let, me just, let me just conclude with this. All of the nicknames that we have named all of the ethnic groups in Brooklyn were words of love. We always had an ethnic beginning before the person we were talking about. Who, who are you talking about, Ronnie? Who you mean, the guinea down the block? Yeah, okay. What about the mick around the corner? How about the kike up the block? We used all those words and nobody got offended because it was just words. Today they've made those words into insult, bombs, dynamite. Get over it, folks. Get over it. Hey, everybody. We got to get ready to go because the show ends in a minute and a half. So we want to thank Ken Pettigrew and Morley Schulman for coming on the show. We also want to thank um, – uh, and, and you guys, we'll talk to you guys soon. And uh, everybody check out com, KenPettigrew.com. Follow, every, follow all of us on Twitter. And uh, next week we've got Taryn Manning coming on the show. It's going to be awesome. We also have the, 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 the co-hosts and hosts of uh, Ghost Stories coming on W4CY yes. on the 10th. And uh, everything is good. Everything is great. Everybody have a great week. We want to thank Glenn Jones for coming and on the let show. let me leave you with these hold words. Hold on, hold on. We want to thank Glenn Jones for coming on the yes. show. We want to thank Steve Lemmy for coming on the show. Next up is Pipe Man. Now, I want to leave you all with these words. We come in the same way and we go out the same way. Let's make the middle the same way. Love it. There you go. So everybody have a good one. Ken, thanks so much. We'll talk to you later, you guys. Have a good one. See you next week, everybody. Chat room. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. Love you, Dean Girl. Peace. You are